7.45 on a Saturday. That means it's time for another wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. Hi, Denny. How are things this morning? Well, I was hoping I was hoping to give you a different temperature because it is March now, but it's four above, four above. March always comes in like a line. And it's That's doing great. it again, for well, sure. It looks, like it looks like it's going to go out that way, too. <laughs> I think so. There's no end to it. What, what can we talk about today? Well, you know what? I saw a note in the, actually today's Wall Street Journal about red wines being made for winter drinking. And I thought, well, maybe we should talk a little bit about a good, big red wine. And not all red wines are created equal, and that's a good thing. Some have subtle fruit. Some have more guerre de trois or touch of the soil. Some might have warming spices. Some might be juicy and fruit-laden. Some might be purple and black holes from which there's no escape, like some Syrahs. Uh, but in, all in all... When you think about winter wines, and winter red wines, of course, come to mind immediately. And one of the things I always think about is winter food. You know, nothing is better on a cold winter night than a stew. And, you know, uh, stews are, everybody has a recipe, and they're great. You know, you can make stew with lamb, beef, venison, in fact, any kind of game, not just venison, chicken, in fact, the classic chicken uh, stew is Cocavan from France, where they take an old rooster and boil it in Beaujolais all day to tender up that old rooster. And of course, they do manage to tenderize it cooking in that Beaujolais. And then, of course, they add mushrooms and uh, onions and a bunch of root vegetables. And we've got so many good root vegetables in Minnesota, in my opinion, rutabagas, turnips, potatoes, carrots, etc., etc., and those things just all shout winter, and they really are wonderful. And like I say, Kokavan, or if you're maybe Eastern European, you make a goulash. If you're Irish, you make lamb stew, etc. And there are fish stews, too, that are just as wonderful to have on a cold night. Bouillabaisse is a classic one from France, and it gets its unusual flavor because they add licorice to it in the flavor of anise, a liqueur that they pour into the bouillabaisse that always you can tell you're having real French bouillabaisse when you can taste that hint of licorice in it. Of course, in our own country, we have fabulous chowders that come from all over. Chapino is the Italian version of bouillabaisse. And, of course, who can deny the pleasure of oyster stew? Uh, or how about a big, huge pot of chili? Beef chili, pork chili, veal, venison chili, which is my favorite. Of course, there's the classic French stew cassolette that's made with uh, white beans and sausage and chicken, etc. Those are all really hearty dishes. Now, what are you going to have with these hearty dishes? Well, for one, as I mentioned, Syrah is really often overlooked. The best Syrah, in my opinion, comes from the Rhone Valley in France and any little Côte de Rhone. And here we're fortunate because Côte de Rhone are probably some of the best bargains in the wine world today. You're hard-pressed to find a Côte de Rhone over $20, and there's some real wonderful values in those Côte de Rhones. Look for a name like Cabriere or uh, some name you can trust. Even the Schaub family, who's bigger in northern Rhone, uh, make a Côte de Rhone that is absolutely terrific. Uh, and don't overlook Shiraz from Australia. They're big, hearty wines, and go with these big dishes. 
uh, of course, uh, your favorite, Denny Zinfandel. And there is a, one that I like. It's called Torch, Torchbearer. It comes from Lodi. And Lodi is getting the reputation now of being the place to get Zinfandel in California. Lodi Valley has always grown grapes and sold them. But today, <coughs> excuse me, vineyards are popping up in Lodi. And the Lodi Zinfandel, there's one called Torchbearer that's about $15, Torchbearer. And uh, it is really a wonderful Zinfandel for the money. In fact, someone asked me, do you cook with wine? Yeah, I said, sometimes I even put it in the food. <laughs> but anyhow, that's neither here nor there. How about trying the Cabernet, a big one, like Oakville East? It's about a $50 bottle of wine. But boy, I'll tell you, on a cold winter night with a big pot of venison stew, there'd be nothing better than a glass of that Oakville East Cabernet. For modest price wine. Why not try something from Rioja, Spain, like the Marquis de Caceres? It's about $12 a bottle for his Rioja, and is, I guarantee, would be pretty good with any kind of dish. And, you know, we've talked in the past, Chile seems to cry for Zinfandel or Malbec, and there's so many wonderful Malbecs out there uh, from Argentina that you can choose from. One of my favorite is one called Aguari Bay, and Aguari Bay uh, makes a, a a Malbec that's about twelve, thirteen dollars a bottle that is as good as uh, the family Catina, and the Catinas are sort of the Lafitte Rothschild, if you will, of Malbec. Really wonderful wine. Well, you know, we talked about stews and everything. How about soups uh, like borscht or black bean soup or Tuscan bread soup, which is one of my favorite soups, and maybe have a bottle of a very good Chianti. Or if you're having a cheese casserole, how about a really well-oaked Chardonnay uh, from California or from Oregon or from Burgundy? The Baal family, B-A-U-S family Chardonnay, is a wonderful wine. It's about $15, and I guarantee it would go perfect with any cheesy casserole because it's so buttery and rich. But maybe Zinfandel might even be better with that cheese casserole. Another white wine not to overlook for these robust dishes is Riesling. Riesling, incidentally, uh, is always overlooked, and I think that goes very, very well with hearty food. Uh, there's two good producers that I like, Tanish and Lucen. They both make a, a Riesling that's about $12 a bottle that would be just perfect with any kind of food, particularly if you're cooking something that's sort of Pan-Asian. Those Riesling go so well with that spicy Asian food. Uh, the marriage is made in heaven. Or how about Sangiovese from Italy? A Brunello di Montalcino would blend just perfectly, in my opinion, with a, a chili or uh, even something like Cocavan. If you ever, if that isn't heresy, I don't know what is. By blending that with Cocavan, which traditionally goes with a Pinot Noir. Uh, or a Beaujolais from Burgundy, France. At any rate, there's so many wonderful things. My favorite thing on a cold winter night, and we're going to bound to have it tonight, is a glass of tawny port and blue cheese. And the great three great blue cheeses are, of course, the English Stilton, the Italian Gorgonzola, and um, the French Roquefort. And those are the three best. Uh, blue cheeses in the world. And that's not to say we don't make some pretty good blue cheeses here. Maytag Blue from uh, Iowa is a wonderful blue cheese, and it, it's local. But those 
classic ones, the Stilton Gorgonzola and Roquefort, are really something that go very, very well with uh, a tawny port. And don't forget, on a cold winter night, there's nothing wrong with popping a bottle of champagne. You don't have to have a roaring fire in the fireplace, but champagne seems to lend itself to any occasion. And I guarantee you, a glass of champagne very often will help you forget the fact that it's so cold outside. But anyhow, uh, I think you get the idea. When these days are short and cold, there's nothing like having a good bottle of red wine. And, you know, like you do for cold weather, you layer up, you know, layers of clothing, buy a red wine that has layers of flavor to it. That's what you really want with these big wines, uh, to go with these big, robust dishes. Uh, And, you know, by and by, don't overlook wines from Bordeaux. For example, Chateau Gabrio is a Sanomio, and it's only about $16. And Sanomio is primarily Merlot, but this one has some Cabernet Franc and Cabernet Sauvignon in it. Chateau Gabriel, and a wonderful Bordeaux that would be perfect with, say, lamb stew. You know, Bordeaux goes very, very well with roasted lamb, and that also includes lamb stew. But at any rate, uh, whether you're going to have a cheesy casserole or cocavan or goulash or just a big, robust bowl of Minnesota wild rice soup, well, why not pick a nice, big bowl of red wine and, and go outside the box a little bit. F- try something that you're not too familiar with. Because, like I say, on these cold winter nights, almost all of these red wines I have mentioned will go fairly well with whatever you've decided to pair uh, your food with. And, you know, I'm telling you that whether you're going to make a cassoulet, which is a a French white bean stew, or you're just going to make a big old bowl of your family's recipe for chili, uh, try one of these red wines with that. And and lest we forget, you know, pasta is awful good on a cold winter night. And, of course, the Tuscan wines are just about perfect with that, even something like Chiani. But maybe go out of the box, as I said, and try a Brunello di Monticiano. It's 100% Sangiovese, and it would go very, very nice with that particular dish. So I think you get the idea. Uh, Why not try a robust red wine and have it with a big, robust uh, stew or uh, a bouillabaisse? Or, or a big bowl of chili. I guarantee you, whatever wine you pick, if you pick one of these big, robust red wines, you're going to find you maybe have found a new friend to spend winter nights with. Oh, boy, I tell you what. I agree. Uh, when I uh, tasted that uh, Torchbearer uh, Old Vine Zinn from Haskell's, in fact, you've convinced me now I'm going to stop up at the Richfield store and pick up another bottle on my way to uh, maybe stew tonight. It's a great idea. Yeah. But, uh, well, the stews are, you know, they, I don't think there's anything, anybody's ever created a bad stew. No, I agree. <laughs> I can try that. <laughs> it's pretty hard to mess that up. And well, like I say, there's nothing more soothing than those root vegetables. Yeah. Uh, and most people don't even think about them other than in a stew. Yeah. But they're right. really good. Well, I tell you what, Jack, thank you for more great ideas, but I urge folks to stop in. Uh, any one of the Haskell's locations, They those good people will help you out. We love to talk about food, and we love to marry wine with the food. And while we cannot prepare your dinner, 
we can certainly make the dinner very special by assuring you that you've got the right wine to go perfectly with what you're going to prepare. And, you know, best of all, we'll help you pick a wine that will not break the bank. The folks at Haskell's love to do that. Saturday's a great day to visit the vineyards of the world at any of the Haskell's locations. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save a lot of money on wine. Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior, right off of 35 in Faribault. Our super seller up in Maple Grove is not to be missed. In downtown Minneapolis, there's free parking on Saturday and Sunday. Haskell's at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village. There's a Haskell's in Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com. And don't forget, we do deliver. So if you think it's too cold to go out to visit the vineyards of the world at Haskell's, pick up the phone and call, and we can bring the vineyards right to you. All right, Jack. Let's hope it's a little warmer when we talk next week. I'm going to look forward to that, Denny. Thanks so much, Jack. Jack Farrell from Haskell's.